You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 21 of Heart Centered Service. In today's episode, we're interviewing Vernon Maxwell, AKA Vern. Um, He lives by a simple mantra, more please, more adventure, more creativity, and of course, more fun. We know him for his nonstop energy and unique flair. Um, Francesca and I both met Vern in uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand. And um, the only thing that matches Vern's ambition is his versatility. So today we're talking to Vern about embracing imperfection, building a high quality or well-rounded life as a high achiever, and taking those leaps of faith to pursue ambitions without limitations. So Vern, welcome to the show. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit more about yourself and your current life purpose? Yeah, thank you for having me here, ladies. I appreciate the invite. Um, uh, That bio seems kind of fake every time I hear it. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, I didn't have to write it. Somebody else did. Um, Yeah, so the question is kind of where am I at my current life purpose? I currently reside in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, it's a really cool place. It's hip. <laughs> um, yeah, so how I got here, it's been a long journey. Um, I, I, yeah, kind of going back to how we met, I think it was like April this year, Yeah. Uh, which now seems like forever ago, Ages. but not really, <laughs> I guess. Things seem like they speed up when you live in uh, Brooklyn, uh, New York, I should say, not Brooklyn. Uh, but yeah, so we connected in Chiang Mai. We were staying in the same uh, co-working space. That was kind of cool. Francesca like did her woo, her woo-saw on me, her magic, and gave me some, uh, some, some insight, which was cool. And then Krista, I think we didn't really chat until like towards the end of when I was leaving. And yeah, we the night before back. you left. We were like walking back from uh, kickboxing, which was really cool to do that. Oh, no, Muay Thai, yeah, not kickboxing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, you asked me, I forget what you asked me, but you started asking me some insightful questions. I'm notorious for like not accepting shit questions from people. <laughs> yeah, we so, love that. We've actually shouted you out on the podcast before in previous episodes because that's something that stands out about you is you just don't like accept boring questions i mean if you're gonna go deep go deep right like no why why play around the surface level stuff so that's kind of just for like your listeners like that's the connection that we kind of shared um we've definitely kept in touch since then probably more so uh i've spoken to to krista a lot um than you fran but uh, I guess this journey started when I was very young. Um, my father passed away in the military when I was two years old. He was killed over in the Persian Gulf. And um, I think that kind of changed the trajectory of my life forever, not growing up with uh, both parents in my household. 
Um, but somehow I've managed to always be surrounded around good mentors, good leaders, um, people that saw something in me, maybe that I didn't see in myself <laughs> at times. And um, that journey led me through a lot of uh, stuff that I'm still unpacking uh, today in terms of frustration, trauma. Uh, but I'm grateful for all those experiences. I've traveled part of the world. I've started businesses. I've failed at businesses. I've uh, crowd surfed. I've DJed. I've um, done it all, you know, but today I'm here. Uh, currently, I work uh, for a podcast startup and um, I'm just embracing the journey as it unfolds. And I have no idea if that answered your question. <laughs> It was all good stuff. Um, yeah, one of the most striking things about you is just how bold and how much of a go-getter you are. It's something that I noticed as soon as I met you. Um, so what would you say to someone who is afraid to move forward with something because they're afraid of failing or they're afraid they're going to look dumb? Um, what's the insight you have there? Um, it depends, right? Because everyone's different. Like I think people might see I'm an Aries through and through, right? Like we talked about this. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, so like we're known for being just like hard, headstrong, like ambitious people. If you believe in that sort of thing, maybe you don't. Um, and that's cool too. But um, I think it would depend, right? Because uh, I think the problem with advice is a caveat is that if you internalize it and you make it your own and it doesn't work, you may feel crappy. You know, you may be like, oh, why isn't this working for me it's worked for everybody else you know like it worked for this author it worked for this person who's selling me this damn course um so why is it not working for me so i'm i'm always cautious when like people ask me for um advice because everything's kind of based on my world and my experience um but um if you are i guess if you fancy yourself somebody who you think's ambitious. Um, I was thinking about this earlier and it, it, you really can chalk it up to, you know, one of two things, like what's the worst that could happen, right? Like if you do fail or you do run out of money or you, you do end up stranded in some part of the world, um, like what, like, are you going to die? <laughs> um, and, and if that's the case, right? Like if it's, most times, most, most things you can bounce back from, right? Um, humans are very resilient creatures. Um, you know, we've survived a lot of uh, crazy stuff, right? Um, so barring like that, right? Like, well, am I going to die? You know, is this going to kill me? And if not, and it's not hurting anyone, um, you know, go for it. My philosophy has always been, uh, I don't want to look back on my life and regret the things that I didn't do or that I didn't say. Um, and that's kind of always driven me and, and, and one end and then on the other end, it's like, if they can have it, why can't I? Right. Like if I, I feel like um, if, if I see somebody who's already doing something, it's been done. So that means it's probably achievable, you know, within reason, right. I'm not going to be uh nuclear physicist or <laughs> I probably won't be um, JK Rowling, you know, but um, if it's like starting a business, <clears throat> you know, 
Uh, I know in this case, both of y'all have successful freelance businesses. So if it's starting a business, a freelance business, and you see somebody doing that, like, you know, what would make you think that you can't do that one? And then the other thing is like, what's the worst that can happen if you try it? Like, are you going to, are you going to die? You know, <laughs> if you're going to die, then you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> but uh, if you, if you are going to, right, like if it's, if it could potentially hurt, if you fall, fall down, um, then I'd say it's worth the risk, but people shouldn't listen to me because I'm known for doing crazy stuff. <laughs> you might do something crazy if you take my advice. So hopefully that <laughs> That's why it. we need Aries people in the world. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I love the advice you give of, um, like what's the worst that can happen. Cause I've actually heard a coach say before to like, actually like take out a journal and like write in detail, like what would the worst case scenario be? Like flesh out every detail and then like, then figure out like, okay, what are the steps that I would take to come back if that were really to happen? And I think a lot of times when you go through that exercise, you realize that a lot of the risks that you're taking aren't like really that big of a risk. Um, because, you know, like you said, the human brain, we've survived a lot and that's because the human brain is like basically wired to keep us alive. Um, but sometimes it can overprotect. Um, so like, what are some of the things that you do to distinguish between like, is this really like a bad risk that could potentially like be dangerous or really harmful? Or is this just something that like the fear is, is there is like falsely protecting me? Does that make sense? Um, so like recklessness versus like, uh, like this is a logical fear or no, or is that? Yeah. Like recklessness versus like, it's a risk, but it's still like a reasonable risk and it's worth taking. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty reckless, so. <laughs> uh, 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 no, seriously. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's just kind of, I like what you said about like writing things down, right? Because then you can kind of like put it in perspective, right? As long as it's in your head, it's going to be hard to like really think through the situation. Um, you know, like even if you're scared, like just like writing down the things that scare you, it, it kind of like, uh, you're not like internalizing, internalizing it. It's like external now and you can see it and you're like, Oh, well I'm scared that like, uh, like my friends won't talk to me anymore <laughs> or, uh, you know, I, I will run out of money and I will not be able to eat, which is a, what's a real fear. I've been there. Um, <laughs> um but I, I guess, you know, I guess it, it's, it really just goes back to that person though, right? Because everybody has a different risk tolerance, right? Like, and I think as you get older, um, you know, you, you're, you're more risk uh, averse and you kind of like a stock, stock portfolio. If you're an investor, when you're young, you're going to take all these risks. You may buy high volatility stocks. You may, you know, invest in startups and things like that. You know, while you, when you're a little bit older, you start to think, oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, I can, maybe I want to buy a house soon or, you know, is there going to be a recession? So um, I think it just really depends on your risk tolerance. You know, like everybody's different. Again, like uh, I, I think I'm more, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm able to stomach more risk because I've fallen and gotten back up so many times. Um, but I think for some people they may 
just be like completely terrified and like, I don't know. And for them, like, you know, like what's the smallest, maybe what's the smallest step that you can take without like jumping off the cliff and like nose diving all the way into the deep end, you know, like what's the thing that you can do to kind of like test it out and like almost like, um, like decrease your risk. Right. So like, maybe if you're going to start a business you start it or you still have a job so you have income um maybe if you're gonna um, travel the world and you're like super scared maybe you ask like a friend to go with you which they still may bill um which in which in that case you can go to a hostel and meet cool people like like fran and krista um yeah so it's just i think it just depends on the type of person but there's always like a so like there's this idea that you have to like go all in and like burn the ships you know like it's all or nothing but like some people can't handle that that may be a little too risky for some people you know so you can take baby steps that's such a good point um, even, uh, so in Southeast Asia where I am, there's, um, like a scooter culture and everyone is zipping around on scooters. Whereas like, um, I'm quite, I'm quite scared of like city driving. So, um, riding a bicycle, learning how to ride a bicycle in the city was like a really big step for me. And so the same, yes, making like decisions for your freelance business like maybe everyone else is like um signing up for everything or like doing a mastermind or whatever but you should also like step back and like think about like what am i ready to what am i ready to risk maybe it's a small mm. one um i like how you kind of honor that everyone has a different risk threshold because i do think that you know, with the burn the boats narrative of entrepreneurship. Um, I think that sometimes people can feel pressured to take risks in their business that don't feel good and don't feel authentic to them. Um, and I think it's really important to recognize that like, okay, maybe, maybe quitting your job and, and like moving to Asia with $500 in your bank account might feel good to somebody might feel like exciting, but um, maybe maybe for you like starting a side hustle while you're still at your day job like that feels exciting and that energizes you um and there's nothing wrong with that you know mm. um and there's nothing like there's nothing less valuable about the risks that you're taking because it's all about how it feels to you mm. um so i'm glad you were able to like honor that perspective too yeah and it hasn't always been that way i think i've learned through <clears throat> trial and error because you know, I'm, I'm kind of like the jump off the cliff guy. <laughs> I'm not the like, do the, I'm like all in. I'm kind of like, like that. But, um, I, 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 you know, there's, there's a lot of like gurus and people that teach and like this online space. It, even in entrepreneurship, you can like drink the Kool-Aid and be like, you got to do this and you got to 10 exit and 15 exit and 1 million. And like, you know, like that's not, that's probably not practical for most people, right? Like the 10 exit, you probably have to have a team, more resources and things that go into the equation that like you just have to account for. And I think, yeah, you have to honor the fact that you may not be like the person that you're reading about or that you aspire to be yet, but you, you can get there. 
Yeah. And your experience is still valuable and your business is still valuable. Even if you're not like taking these huge risks and like making like $10,000 per day, um, your experience is just as valuable and just as amazing. Um, if not like more so. Um, so yeah, as somebody who's like super all in and Aries, like I'm into the astrology stuff, like he's a total Aries. Um, (laughs) (laughs) can you like tell us any stories? Um, that like helped you to like build your risk threshold or like any times that you've like gone in like fallen on your face and gotten back up um do you have any like stuff to share um in your personal experiences uh yeah i think more recently i got the bright idea in 2016 that i was going to uh basically i was like i was making like a thousand bucks a month and i was like if i'm gonna make a thousand bucks a month i'm gonna make a thousand bucks a month and i'm gonna live in another country not at home with my mom so um (laughs) it's it's kind of like i got to this point where i was like i'm just gonna like throw all the cart like i had this product that um it was called lead magnets fast and we are going to design lead magnets for podcasters which is a PDF download for anyone who doesn't know. And then a, like a landing page with click funnels. And my, my friend, he was like, really, he's like this click. He's, he's this badass click funnels guy. Like he works for Russell Brunson now. Um, but the idea was that we we're going to sell these things. And I had like a thousand bucks in income coming in from a consulting gig. So I was like, I'll put myself in a remote position where I can work remotely, go to Columbia and then, you know, as this consulting thing winds down with this company that I was working for, uh, the product will pick up, right? So that's what happened. (laughs) Um, I got to Columbia and I definitely wasn't focused. I was like, this is Columbia. I'm going to have fun, salsa dancing, partying. Um, And then what ended up happening was my uh, my consulting gig, basically, the guy was like, dude, what are you doing? You're in Columbia. You're not fucking delivering. And I'm like, hey, man, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so so that ends up putting me in a position where I'm like scrambling to figure out how am I going to get this product off the ground? So that was like, uh, I think like maybe that was September 2016. So I'm in Colombia for another probably into December. And then I figure out a way to to come up with this scheme where I can do work away and work in a hostel and like free room and board, right? Like you don't have to pay for it. And then like they had this thing where we got like food for a week, um, uh, once a week. We had like a potluck. So I didn't have to like really like buy food. I got a, a meal every uh, week. So I fly to Mexico because that's where this thing takes place, Mexico City. And I'm there for roughly like a month. A month. Yeah, I think I was there for a month or two. And so I'm working like at this hostel and then I'm like working on trying to get this product off the ground in between like uh, like my shifts. And um, once that was up, I was like, done there for after a month i ended up going to i said well if i go to guadalajara i'll have more runway that'll be great um 
So then I go to Guadalajara <laughs> and I am like just hustling. Like I figured out a way to get like a month worth of co-working. I, I figured some shit out. <laughs> um, and I'm just hustling, I'm hustling, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. And like we got, I think we got one sale. And so I'm like, all right, this is working. And then it just started like going downhill. I was like living off ramen noodles and uh, what else? Like just like cheap food, like hot and ready pizza. And this is in Mexico. This is like, you don't want to be broke in Mexico. You, you can be broke in the States, but you don't want to be broke in Mexico. So um, I got to the point where it was like, I went out on a date with this girl and we, we went out for coffee and um, I went to pay and my card got declined. And granted, this is like two coffees. This is Mexico. This is probably like six pesos. So my card gets declined. And I'm like, damn. Boom. Like, this this sucks. And she's like, hey, do you want me to pay for that? And I'm like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> so uh, that's when I was like, damn. Like, I don't know that, like, this is worth, like, continuing to, like, fight for like this is such a grind and granted i wasn't like i mean i I wasn't like i I think some people's mentality is like oh you just gotta tough it out well i was like i was working on this thing for like two three months like and then when i got to guadalajara it was like all in because that's that was all my income um and then i was just like I don't because I had like went to had like bed bugs and shit. It was, it was just like I was in a bad spot. I oh, like no. felt like a failure, and I was like, "Well, the next sale we get, I will I will fly back to the U.S. and I'll fly to the closest place that I have family, and I'll just start over." And I think the next day a sale came through, and I was like, "Man, that's like a sign from God, the universe, that I need to get the fuck out of here." And so I packed up my stuff. Um, I remember I, I, I almost missed my flight and um, I couldn't get on my flight. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I called the airline and I was like, this is like right before Trump was going to get elected. And I was like, they're, they're t- saying crazy stuff about Trump. I'm just, I'm an American. I'm just trying to get back to this <laughs> I had like no money left. So like if, if they didn't, ex- this is like all the money I had I spent to buy this ticket. I couldn't even, I didn't know like a meal for the airport. It's like all the money I had. And so they're like, Oh my gosh, don't worry about it. We'll get you through. So they get me through, get me through security. And um, I fly back to the States. I have like no money. I fly to Las Vegas and I just like, post in this facebook group that i'm in a community with a lot of entrepreneurs and i'm like can somebody please help me like i'm in vegas tonight i'm looking for a place to stay like low on funds blah blah very humbling shit and um uh, one of my friends came to pick me up glenn dawson i'll never forget let me stay at his apartment gave me food and then took me to the bus station the next day where I took a bus to from Las Vegas to Salt Lake. And that's where my brother lives. So that's where I spent like the next two months trying to figure out my life. 
trying to put all the pieces back together. Like, what am I going to do? Should I go back into podcasting? Like, am I a failure? Like, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man. This is not what a man does. Like all this bullshit. And so, um, I ended up going to Colorado and, uh, I spent the next two years rebuilding my life and just getting back on my feet, whatever I had to do. I've, you know, uh, I work with, I did some consulting stuff. I worked in a restaurant. It's just like whatever I had to do, but you know, like what that taught me is that I'll never right? Like that's the, that's like the low of the low. Right. And there's some people that have crazier stories than that, but, um, and I've, yeah, I mean, to me, it's like, if that's the lowest that life's going to get, right. If that's the bottom of the barrel and I can bounce back from that, then I can survive anything. So, um, it's kind of funny thinking about it, looking back. I mean, it was a cool ride, but uh, yeah, it, it took a while. It took, it took about two years to bounce back. Yeah, two years. Wow. And I mean, like, first of all, like, it really does attest to, like, an amount of strength that you have to be able to go through that. And, like, you're still on the journey of entrepreneurship and world travel. Like, it, there really, I, I mean, anybody really can bounce back from anything. Like I believe that if you really try, but like there are not a lot of people that would go through something like that and then just continue to persevere and push forward and continue to pursue their dreams. So like that really does attest to your strength. And um, also I appreciate that you're able to share that story. Cause like I'm somebody, I've been through something very similar. Like I've, <laughs> um, I went abroad for the first time with a very young underdeveloped business, kind of the way you did. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really hard to build a business um, while you're also in a foreign country that you've never been to before when you're traveling around, like it's really hard to do that. And I think that a lot of people will naively kind of jump into like digital nomad life with like these really young little businesses that haven't really had time to like, strengthen the foundation um and then i think a lot of people really do go through what you have gone through and um yeah it just means a lot that you're able to share that because there's a lot of shame um around and there shouldn't be there's a lot of shame around like you know losing your money over something and falling on your face and then having to rely on people to help you and like kind of get you out of the situation um yeah. like like I mean, in the end, like, it's just an experience that's going to make you stronger. And there's something really empowering about living through the worst case scenario. It's like, oh, like, okay, so I got through all of that. I probably, you know, was in bed, like, laying awake in bed, afraid that all of that was going to happen. And now that I've lived through it, like, okay, like, what's the big deal, you know? So yeah. um, I'm glad you're able to share that story. I think a lot of people might find value in that. I did, at least. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. And it's, and then you got to figure out kind of what works for you, right? Like in retrospect, had I had like 10 grand saved up, right? Like I would have had a better runway. Had I went to Asia, maybe it was a better situation because it was cheaper. My product was shitty, right? I didn't do a lot of R&D. Um, it wasn't like, you know, like it's not something, it's, there's not a big need, right? Like I wasn't working with clients that pay big money, you know? These are like, we're selling these things for like three, 400 bucks. So sell high ticket. 
uh don't don't sell stuff that's cheap unless like if you have to do fulfillment on it you know like don't sell it cheap sell it like for i'd rather have five clients like paying me you know 10 grand than shelling out you know 500 dollar widgets yes to like 500 clients yeah it's just it's just a lot of it's a lot of work you know, and and there's a lot too that like you're not just building a business. You got there's a lot of psychological stuff going on. I mean, you're you're in a different place. You're not around. You know, you definitely want to have a support system because if you're definitely building something alone and you don't have a support system, that's hard. I mean, I wasn't there with any friends. Um, I made friends, but like I wasn't there with anyone like in the trenches who was building a business. I think that helps. Um, so there's a lot of things I could have did differently, but. You know, it's still a great experience. I'm grateful for that opportunity. And had I not gone through that, maybe I'm not here. You know, maybe I don't have the conversation that we're having today because I don't meet y'all, you know. So it's in, and there's and there's all different ways that you can do that, right? Like you can you don't have to go and build a startup in Asia or, you know, on five hundred bucks a month and bootstrap and eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You know, you can, there's a lot of different ways you can build a business. That's just one way, you know, it's just, that's more of like the way that I think that's like, that's cool now. So it's trendy to, to do that, but you don't have to have a business. Businesses are boring, like, like a tire factory, right? You know, you don't think, <laughs> man, I'm going to start a tire factory, but you know what? But tire factories make a lot of fucking money, you know? Seriously. Yeah. Um, so what I'm curious about is like, after, you know, kind of going through all of that, um, how did you find the courage to like, or uh, it was this even like something that you struggled with? Um, it seems to me like it would be, but um, how did you find the courage to like start to take big leaps again after having like gone through? So, I mean, I keep, I'm, I'm trying to avoid the word failure because like, but after going through all of that, how did you um, start to find that again in yourself? I think it took a little bit of time to kind of build up, right? Like, cause it kind of like wiped me out a little bit. Like, you're like, man, like you kind of like beat yourself up, right? Uh, like, what if I would have did this differently? What if I would have did that? But um, yeah, I think for me, it's just like, I'm always gonna just keep growing. Like, I'm, that's not that's not gonna be my last failure, right? Um, I'm going to fail at more things um, because I'm going to try more things. And I guess like, you know, if I don't want to live a small life and I understand that that takes a lot of risk um, and maybe I'm more calculated with my risks now, um, uh, like something like that, right? Like I, I kind of like protect the downside. So like if I was to do that again, I'd have money in my bank. I'd have a better product. I do R and D, but I don't. I don't get those lessons from a book. I don't get those lessons from an online course. I get those lessons through life experience, and I think that's one of the things that people discount, right? Like they discount that you know, even if you make ten grand, like you know, off something right now, it doesn't mean that it's going to sustain and last forever, right? So like, um, taking the loss is actually winning because you're equipping yourself with the tools that you need for the long haul right because anybody can win and like when you're winning it's easy to be like yeah you know 
But when you lose and you come back, it's just like anything else. We need adversity. People that don't experience adversity, people don't experience any kind of um, challenges in their life. I'd imagine that it's very tough for them. It's very hard to, especially in the world world, because like no one's going to, no one cares. <laughs> you know, uh, the reality is, is that there's people out there that are going to eat your lunch and they don't care. You know, so it's like if you're not mentally prepared for that, you know, it could be a little rough. You know, I don't want to paint a gloomy picture. I'm a very optimistic person, but yeah. No, it's kind of like um, when you're playing video games or uh, any kind of strategy game, right? Every time you lose, you're building your database for your decision making mm. um, because it's like, oh, yes, like I made this mistake. So in order to to not end up in this position next time, like I'm going to avoid doing this or I'm going to try this differently. And it's, I think you're saying this is like a similar thing, like, yes, um, even though you went through like these experiences or um, when people face like challenges, it just builds this database of decision-making that uh, like you're saying, you can't really get from a book <laughs> yeah. Um, because yeah, like you, it helps you to really like analyze your situation in a different way the next time. Um, so really, yeah, really respect that. Yeah. Or you can think about it like relationships, right? Like everybody's had like relations, like romantic or friendships, right? Like <clears throat> maybe you've had some shitty ones, right? But like through that experience, you're like, okay, well, uh, the bar has been raised here or, or you're like, maybe not, you know, but like if, if, if you value yourself as a person, you're not going to let people treat you like crap. Right. You're, if you value yourself as a person, you're going to have friends that are, you know, lifting you up and encouraging you. So, but if you had to go through a couple to get there, you appreciate and you value that person, you know, a lot more. So um, last time I saw you, actually, you were making the decision to, you just made the decision to move to New York. And um, one thing that really stood out to me was uh, you decided to like really tune out uh, any of the feedback of, and like uh, that people, the people's initial reactions of you uh, moving to New York. So um, I guess our next question is what, would your advice be or what do you have to share when it comes to um, talking to someone who is facing a big decision in their life, but not sure which route to take? Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's such good advice. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, so like, I believe internally, we already like know what, we already know what decision we need to make. What happens is the noise that can yeah, guess in totally. yourself. So I tried this before I went to, um, I tested this out because for the longest time, I, 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 I know as an Aries, I need validations. You know, I need a little validation. Sometimes. I'm like, Hey man, can you, let me come over here. Let me tell you this idea. Let me let you validate me real quick, man. I need some validation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have, I had this tendency before I did anything big to share it. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to take over the world. Hey, man, I'm, I'm thinking about taking over the world. It's going to be great. You know, like, what do you think? And what happens when you say that this person that you're talking to, they put all their fears and all their 
things and all their baggage on you. Oh my God, yes. Hey man, did you realize the world's actually pretty big? You know, like this thing spinning, it's going a thousand million miles an hour. There's a lot of people on it. It's blue, it's, you know, 90% water. And I don't know if you're going to have the big enough boat to get around this thing. I don't know if you're going to have enough resources. And then you're like, hmm, guess I can't. Maybe I should just try North America and not the world. Maybe I should just stick. Maybe you, you like downgrade your dreams, right? You like downgrade Oof. your value. And I, so I, I, I tested this out before I was going to go to Thailand. I have, I, I live before I live with two guys when they're both, both amazing humans, both good people, especially my friend, Jason, I've known him since high school, uh, college, sorry. We're in the same uh, speech class, fun fact. And I didn't tell anyone, I didn't tell anyone until like, I think like two or three days before. And they're like, you didn't tell us you were going to Thailand, man? You know, like my, like my family's like, what do you mean? My, you know, my mom's always freaking out whenever she thinks I'm crazy because I'm always like doing, like moving somewhere, like starting a company. But like, <clears throat> what was cool was that like, no one could talk me out of it, right? And that was... For the first time in my life, I, I listened to what I felt like I needed and I went for it without seeking any validation and it served me, right? I met both of you when I was in Thailand. I got to travel uh, like I hadn't ever traveled in the 10 years that I've been traveling off and on. Um, I got to see Asia. I got to have all these amazing experiences with these amazing people. And like on paper, right? Like you talk about risk, like it didn't make sense, right? Like I had to pull money out of savings. Um, I didn't have any clients at that time. I was like, I was about to close a client. Um, it just didn't, it, it, like on paper, like if you looked at it on paper, it just, it would have been like, dude, you're stupid. You're going to spend a month and you're not going to work. You're just going to like hang out and like chill. And <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Um, so I'm very, I, I, I try not to say too much now. And I want to sh- show Pete, it's like show and tell. You know, like when you're in, co- in school growing up, they had this thing where you bring like your turtle and you're like, this is my turtle. And, you know, it's pretty, it's small, it's, it swims, you know. Um, I show people, then I tell them. I don't need to tell them and show them. I show and then I tell. And a lot of times you don't even have to tell because by you, sh- by you, you doing, by you exercising your free will, um, to do these things that you feel like are in your soul and your spirit, people see those things, right? And a lot of times, you know, we have to ask ourselves, why are we, are we doing something because we truly want it or are we doing something to get attention, right? Because if you're doing something to get attention, it's probably not something you should be doing. But if you're doing something because you really want it, you don't need anybody else to validate it. You don't need anybody else to give you feedback. And that, and that may sound contrarian, but it works for me. So. 
Yeah, like how we were saying earlier in the episode, um, it's good to just write things down because you'll you'll get a lot out of um, writing writing something down and like really asking yourself, what do I really want to do instead of um, seeking the feedback of other people where they will like project their um, like their fears onto you. I catch myself like doing this unintentionally when my friends come to me like with their with their life stuff like it's just it's just a I don't know is it a natural human reaction <laughs> or it's a taught is a human reaction right. um, but yeah so um to like really when you're facing a big decision to really like look into yourself and your situation um like you are the one who knows like yourself the best and right. what you can handle, what you want to handle um so yeah I think that's a really really great advice and maybe giving yourself space space mm. is important you, you can't make a decision on how you're going to live the next 10 years of your life in a week in like a week or three days you know like honor your uh, you know your yourself sit on it for a while right let it marinate in your spirit you know we've talked about this me chris and i we talked about this you know because i've made some kind of decisions recently and you know um i kind of had to sit with it for a while and all the things that i'm talking about i've, I've you know I've, i went through these exercises right so if you're if you have to make a decision right like you gotta get you, you gotta get it done today like that's you're not gonna you're not giving yourself enough time to really digest this thing you know so yeah i love let it marinate in your spirit i love that imagery <laughs> um yeah you're so right and like there i feel like this is kind of nice going away but like the idea of having like a five-year plan and then like graduating from high school and being like i'm going to study this and have a career in this um it's just not realistic um and i no. think that we have to embrace the idea of like discovering ourselves as we go and allowing ourselves to like really sit on those big decisions um so very good advice you gave like the best possible advice there <laughs> caveat don't take my advice people <laughs> i don't think anyone modest. should take my advice no i just yes. <laughs> i don't want to be held accountable for bad decisions that people well i think you have a really good uh, way that you look at life. Um, for example, the other day whilst we were talking, um, you mentioned being intentional about scheduling time or activities separate from work or the computer. And with freelancing, it just there's always something work-related to be done. The to-do list never ends when you're working for yourself. Um, so can you tell us more about like ske intentionally scheduling time or days where you're away from work? Yeah, um, this is something admittedly I'm still working through, um, like all things, right? No one's ever got it figured out. And if anybody yeah. says they do, they're lying. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, right, so like when you have client work, you put it on your calendar, right? Do the yeah. same. Do the same thing with your leisure, right? Yeah. Because like, if, right, like if, if a client's valuable enough for you to schedule time on your calendar for them, you should be a valuable, you should be a value too to schedule time for yourself. And um, 
I'm still going through kind of this 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 philosophy. I think Kyle Newport, um, he has a great book called Digital Minimalism. Um, and he talks about, he calls it high quality leisure. Um, and essentially he says like his, his philosophy is that you should schedule these activities and put them on your calendar um, and commit to those things, right? Usually if something's on your calendar, you're going to be more committed to it. Um, so you, I think we oftentimes like prioritize everything else except ourselves, um, and all that stuff at the expense of ourselves. But if you're not good, like you can't, you're not going to do good work, you know, like, what are you putting out in the world? If you're like 50% versus you at a hundred percent, you at a hundred percent. Oh man, you're killing the game. You have 50%, you're like just slogging through it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I had a weird experience uh, related to this a couple of weeks ago. So I um, normally my fitness is just like dancing around um, my apartment or whatever. But um, recently someone's been like asking me if I want to go to the gym, like at certain, like a specific time to go to like fitness classes. And um, I like, I, if if I had not like scheduled that time to like step away from my computer and go do these fitness classes then I probably would have just like kept like kept at my computer and so it was like just like kind of like exactly what you're saying it's you're more likely to commit to something for for yourself or for anything if you just write it down on the calendar and you're very intentional about that so yeah. How did you feel after that when you came back and worked? <laughs> yeah, work? I felt so amazing. Um, did you work afterwards? Had, no. Um, so, some of the times I did. Yeah, I went to multiple fitness classes. I'm really excited about this. I'm pretty <laughs> proud of myself. I'm like holding back, giving myself a, a self five. But um. Yeah, um, when I did when I did go back and work, um, definitely like my en- my energy level was better. I was concentrated. Actually, yeah, I was staying up past my bedtime to get like um, big big deadlines out and stuff. So it was, and I was really happy. I was really proud of myself for like mm. stepping away and yeah. So all around, it was a gr- great decision. Oh, it's so magical. I could like her, her energy is just so much higher. Like, and that's what happens when you actually like prioritize yourself. Um, because at the end of the day, like you are the most important thing in your world. Like you're the only person that's going to be able to take care of you wholly and completely. So you got to make time for that. Um, instead of like, you know, prioritizing everything else ahead of you. Yeah. So this has been like the best conversation. Like I, I'm really excited to go back and listen to it. And there's like a million amazing quotables in this episode. Like just so awesome. So thank you so much, Vern, for taking the time to talk to us. It was really good to connect again. Um, you and I have to start talking again because we haven't really yeah. talked much since we left Thailand. Um, so yeah, so why don't you let everyone know where they can go to find you on the interweb and connect with you. Don't find me on the internet. I'm, I'm going <laughs> off, going dark. No, um, I'm, I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of having this thing right now. This is like digital minimalism, but um, uh, Vernon Maxwell, M A X well is where you can find me on ig and twitter under the same name i probably am like gonna stop using these tools uh for some time um but yeah you can follow my work there when i put it out i have a podcast famous quotes from famous people check that out uh that's on i apple itunes apple podcasts anywhere you listen to podcasts i think that would be helpful um, if you're looking for some inspiration, motivation to take you to another elevation, check it out. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll be back in your feeds next week with a new episode, just like all the other Mondays. In the meantime, leave us a rating review on iTunes, connect with us on Instagram, join our Facebook community, all those things. And now it's time for you to go be awesome. Aloha. Peace.